0: Okay, good morning, Rabbi Sa'i. We are, for Hashem, at the top of Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, two lines down. Tanur Rabban. The Rabbi teaches sukkah Gezula by a misachet of a stolen sukkah, or if one uh, takes property of b'sha'arabim, that's in b'sha'arabim, and just puts s'chach on top of it. And with Pesul Paiso, Chavim Machshim, Lezer says it's no good, and Chavim say it's kosher. The Machleik is in a very specific case, not that you stole the material, but rather where you took your friend and forced him out of his sukkah, but the sukkah has stayed put. Rabbi Lozzer, the time Rabbi Lozzer yes. says it's no good, and he's lishit ha'sli follows the same line of reasoning. The Amr ain Adam yotzei dechavas b'sukah shachaver. A man cannot be yotzei with his friend suka. E karka inexiles. If we hold the karka can be stolen, then suka gzulie. It's a suka and that's not good. V'nami karka inin inexiles. Even if yotzei suka is not st- uh, karka cannot be stolen, suka shulie. It's a borrowed suka, and therefore Rabbi Lozzer will say it's no good. Rabbanu l'temai. Rabbanu will say it is good, and that's lishit as well. The Amr Adam yotzei dechavas b'sukah shachaver. They held that one can be yotze, I would say with someone else's sukkah, the and and they hold. Uh, it seems to be conclusively that karka cannot be stolen. But sukkah it's a borrowed sukkah, and a borrowed sukkah is totally fine. Aval, but where they do not argue is um, In the case of where he steals the material and uses it to build into the sukkah, everyone agrees that since he only gets back the money and chazal and Misaki does not get back the item itself. He can be yotze with that type of stolen Sukkah, even according to Ralei Yasser. Mimai, where does um, Rav Nachman know that the Machlekes, because it was only in the case of where you pushed them out, but it is not a case where uh, you actually stole the materials. Because the case of Sukkah Gzula was put next to the case of Sukkah Gzula, Mahashashar Karka, Lav Tidehu, Sukkah Nami, Lav Karki Tidehu. There just seems to be similar cases. They're both cases where the land's not yours, but not where you stole the materials. Heed the Asai Khdir of Nachman. There's a certain woman, an older, elderly lady, they came in front of of Nachman, Amleh, she sat there, Rejgulusa,abba and De. The Rejgulusa and all the rabbis are in his court: Basuka, Gzula, Havu they're all sitting in a stolen sukkah, basically saying, "They stole my material to build their suka. I want the material itself back. I don't just want money. She screamed, but the Ashkar of Nachman or Nachman did not. Um, take her claim seriously, I'll put it that way. Amr le, she said to him, Isis a dahavale la voa, of Timni Sari Avdi, Tsavcha Kamaikh, a woman whose father, and we said from now, she's Abmarinu, had three hundred and eighteen servants. Tzavcha Kamaikh is screaming in front of you, Volo Ashka Khisuba. You're not paying attention to her? Amr Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said to those people that were there, because they're probably wondering why is he not paying attention to her, she's just a a complainer, she's just a screamer, and we don't have to pay attention to her. She is just a screamer, because all she deserves is the money for it, but she does not get back the materials themselves. So again, I'm not sure if that means that he's saying, yes, I know it is stolen wood, and she's right, but she doesn't get it back, or he's saying, even if if it's stolen wood, it doesn't make a difference, therefore I don't have to pay attention to her regardless. Uh, is you know, this uh, almost like um, contrasting it now to the next case, which is more of the, the beam? Like, it's just wood. Being, being, it, it, well, it's, it, it's all connection it, to the you know, it, detail, the, the fact that it's just, just wood. It's, oh, that, it's, versus, story. it's really just a story supporting oh, okay. what we saw before, is oh. that, you know, you know the stolen materials themselves, uh, you know, the person that stole it gets to keep the materials. And this just reminds me, several times I get Shilohs, <laughs> where there's many, many... You know details to the shiloh, but you know when the details are not necessary to pass in the shiloh, you know it's 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 mutter regardless. You don't have to bother telling me more information. You know it's mutter. So I don't know if he's saying yeah, I know it's stolen, but you know it's mutter, or is he saying that you know I don't know if it's stolen. Doesn't make a difference if it's stolen. It's mutter. You know, like I'm just hoping that they didn't actually steal the wood. But in general, the stories that are brought down in the Gemara do they support what we said before? Does it depend who it's on, or like what's the purpose of the story? Why bring stories at all? Yeah, generally it's a support. No, just a sport. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that, that shows you, I mean, so the, the reason why you can tell the story is a few reasons. But one of them is that sometimes you have a concept called halacha ve'ein marinkain, which means that's, te- that's technically halacha, but when it comes to lamaisa, that's not how we go. That's not how we pass it to say the stories practically. Like, this is a story that happened with... You know, of Nachman and the house of the Galusa and the mice de they pass again, you don't have to pay attention to her, you know, clearly showing this is not just uh, a theory or something that's in the books, but it's something that practically is used. You know that's why it's done. We, we, we've had stories in previous, uh, you know, Prakim. You know, some of them the more had to ask. my so this story because usually you, you want to bring a story to support. Right. Like we have by the story of Shammai's daughter in law that made a hole in the roof to build schach on top of it. There it made no sense because we kept on saying a little kid doesn't have to look. It doesn't have to also bring a story that the baby has a schach on top of its head. Why are we doing this? So, the Jewish actually had the command to say a and really, there was a smooth flow of because shammai holds that even a baby has to, and even his daughter-in-law did such a thing, which again supports that he wasn't stoned saying that, like, you know, I feel that even little kids should do it. You know, he practically did such a thing. You know, I could think of a few, uh, you know, uh, a few psakim even in contemporary times where post has said, you know, in theory, I believe X, Y, or Z, but practically, you know, Dominican kha'i tells otherwise, or whatever it may be. So it is sometimes important to see that it's not just in theory, it's practice, uh, you know, halakhala ma'isa. So... Um, Okay, here we go. Amar Avina. Ha-Kishur, yeah, yeah. the Mithalel. Yeah. One quick thing. The concept of... of <laughs> talking about it earlier, and kicking somebody out of their sukkah to the point that they, that person now doesn't have a sukkah to use. It doesn't come into play at all. it's like like, Okay, fine. So you stole a person's object, but now he, can't, now he has no way to do the mitzvah himself. Part yeah. of the laws you're not yotze. so I'm assuming the guy's going to end up leaving. The question is more than the chachamim, you say the chachamim is yotze. They say they, yeah, they can't fulfill it with that, right? So in this case it's not check, because the woman it's a woman she's not alive anyway. So are we ever concerned it? about that? Like, are we ever concerned about again? The, I, the, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I I'll remind you, you're bringing your emotions in again. <laughs> so like no, yeah. no, I agree. I, and again, like I said, he he will get his din v'chash ben shemayim. But lemaisa it it borrowed sukkah. You know, the owner of the sukkah. I'll, I'll, if you want me to, to tame it a bit, I'll tame it and say. He let he let the owner come back in again, but the owner was screaming at him, "You're not yotze, you're not yotze, you're not yotze." He says, "No, I'm yotze, I'm yotze. Yeah. Right. Yo, right. right. you know, unless you're going to f- physically pick me up and kick me out, I'm yotze." So, toka Haverik is a very extreme phrase. It could just very well be, say, like, he forces himself into sukkah. You know, imagine you go to your neighbor's house, you just plop yourself down. Like, what are you doing here? I don't give you a shist of beer. No, I'm eating my meal here. And he says, but I'm warning you, you're not Yotze. You're not Yotze. And you're like, no, I, I just read the Gemara, Laman Aleph, and Sukkah. I'm Yotze. You know? you know, so again, I don't recommend doing such a thing, but, you know, the mice the mice the mice, you're Yotze. You know, that, that's it. Again, she wanted the wood return, but sure. they wanted, they said, no, just pay her. Yes, yeah, so I think Ra- they, Rashi, they, they Rashi, Rashi, has, Rashi has the money part, which, which I guess Rashi was bothered about. They can't completely ignore her. She doesn't get, you know, even if she is right, she at least gets her money back. So and Rashi... Ella Yeah, yeah, She yeah. I mean, she should get. she should at least get that. So yeah. they're asking that she's, yeah, she's, yeah, so, she's right. Yeah. In a certain sense. So that's why Rashi added the words that her complaint was not, I want money. Her complaint was, I want wood. Would. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why she's not getting what she wanted. You know. yeah, so what what exact action is it that when he kicks his friend out, he's actually acquiring the karka that is considered zelid. Like, what did he actually do? Is so, it considered a shunai? What? So it's it's uh, so th- that's the whole style How how do you hold karka and right. If you hold karka and kizelav, that makes sense to you right. because what would you do? Yeah. Uh, if you hold karka and then it's just the. Um, the authority of it, so to speak, that you've claimed that as your territory. You require, so, like, so, the, so the sugi in Baba is not... A, it's almost like you're saying you didn't steal it. The Sugim Babasa is is you have to have three years to get a Chazaka. The I over there is where you actually, if, if you own property and I've been there for three years, you come over to me and say, you know, you're stealing my property. I'm like, well, clearly it's not yours. I've been there for three years. That's not even stolen anymore. I'm claiming that it's totally mine. This is talking about literally in one moment seizing property. But it seems to be that those who hold Karkinic hold that, you know, going ahead and having authority and seizing it, then, you know, you know, marking my territory itself, there's a way to do that. So it's hard to know. There's no, there's no Kenyan with money, there's no Mashiach, there's no Akbar, you know, there's no, you know, so none of the classic forms of acquisition, but, you know, in the eyes of Allah, authority over something is seen as something that those who hold Karkinic would say that that's the, the, the Kenyan, so to speak, that you did. That's the Kenyan that you did. Okay.
1: Sagte mal Ravina
0: Ravina says hi kishura de metalelta de gazula this beam that was used for Srach that was stolen the Rabbanan basically included this in the Takana of Marish, the Takana of Beams that the halacha is that you do not get the beam back, you only get the money back. So where it can it's that's that's obvious. T'akana's marish is the same as of Marish is the same thing, t'akana's, yeah. T'akana's, yeah. Yeah, the word Marish the, yeah, the Marsh means a beam. So it's it's the same it's the same thing. I don't know why he has different words for it, but it's the same uh it's the same it's the same one. So Kora and Marish are the same. Yeah. Um, shita, the Gemara says that's pretty obvious, and we've kind of seen this already. Why is any different than stealing wood? You might have thought to say that since wood is a more common scenario, um, that's where they made the Takana, but by this case with the beam building to the sukkah is not common. Maybe they didn't make the Takana, and in fact, you could get your beam back, then no, you only get your money back, you do not get your beam back. But the Gemara does comment, honey mealy Shiva. This halacha that you only get money back um, and you do not get the item back itself, that's only if it's still within the seven days of well, basar shiva, But once it is past the seven days of sukkahs, you get it back as it is. Hadar be'ene means you get it back as it is. You get it back to be Uh However, the Gemara does qualify with one more statement betina, however, if it was uh, plastered in, uh, and it's permanently attached with, 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 with mortar, with, with actual materials, uh, even after seven days, all you do is you give back money. Okay. Well, the person only wants the money back at that point. You use my wood, you use this, I'm, I know. You know, at this, at this point, it's after Sukkot. like, I'd rather have money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I mean, I, I so can, like you, can you demand money? I don't believe so. I am not an expert in a mishpat. I I think, I think, um, I think, you know, again, if both parties agree with each other, for sure. Uh, But if the one is returning it says, no, I'd rather return the beam, I think. The, uh, the 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 one who's stolen from cannot say no I want money instead I don't think because you do that. He, he fulfilled his mitzvah. The, the, the yeah 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 yeah. We're, 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 uh, yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not denying the menschlichkeit or lack thereof of this person. Right. I don't believe in a case of stolen property the one who is stolen from can say no I, da- I demand of you money the instead money. of that, so I don't think you do that. Can you argue that the wood is somewhat damaged not worth as much. So that, 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 that that may be well the question is if that's true I mean you know if if it was if he if he had to cut it or he had to do other things so that you're not returning the same thing anymore. Right. He can't say to you, like, here's your wood and here's that corner I cut off, too. Like, that's, that's, not, that, that's, that's not fair to me. Right. But I think it has to be that it returns. I and mean, that's, that's part of the Tina thing, also, is that, like, you know, return it. it is kind of hard to imagine that you had a building that was built with a beam and it can come off exactly as it was originally. Yeah. Yeah. But we are dealing with the casing and we're the owner. Does want it back, though. So, you know, if he says, I know there's a hole in there, but I'd rather have the item itself than the money, that's where Hazara makes the comment and says, no, you only get money, you don't get the beam itself. But uh, I, I would imagine you're right that if the owner says, no, I would rather have money because you ruined my beam, then at that point he would be able to say, you know, yeah, exactly. So, so here, just, just one thing. In here, he uh, was it, saying if it's within, within, uh, within socus so- he, he gets money, but otherwise afterwards? Afterwards, he, get the, he gets the actual beam back. Why does he get money during sukkah? So- no, nothing was changed to the beam. It's a beam of part of so the whole Because the whole point of the Takano was is that they were noticing that people that stole property and built it into structures we're not doing tshuva, and we're not returning the items themselves. But this is chach, right? Well, this is, this is, it's built, I mean, it is, it's, it's, it's part of the structure, and, and the, the people said, this is my sukkah, and I need it for my sukkah, and they, they, just, they weren't inclined to return it. So, you know, we're clear, clearly it's not talking about where it was built in, because that's the Tina case afterwards. So this is definitely even more just kind of like loosely fit in there, but still, people were not returning it. Okay, Tana. Mr. teaches us, yavesh, pasal, yavesh is not kosher, is pasal. Reb Yehuda maksher, Rehuda holds that it is kosher. Amar Rava, bilulav. The Machlekes of Yavish being kosher or not kosher, that the Tanakama holds that it's pusher, Rehuda holds it's fine, that is by a lulav. So the Rabbonin Savri makshinah lulav esrog. The abundant hold do you do a hekish and compare lulav to esrog. My esrog by hader, as it says, eats Hadr. Af lulav by hader, so too, a lulav needs to be Hadr. Rehuda savri lo makshinah lulav esrog. Rehuda argues and says we do not do a hekish of lulav to esrog. And therefore, yes... Um, I agree that an esrog needs to be hadar, but a lulav does not need to be hadar. There's no concept of needing to be beautiful. There are other chasranas of a lulav that, that we're going to learn about, that we have learned about already, but the concept of not being beautiful is not something that applies to a lulav. Alba but by esrog, diriyak call hadar and everyone agrees that an esrog does need to be hadar. Okay, so now we're going to do some challenges in both directions. We're going to challenge the statement that um, he held that uh, you could have a kosher lula without being hadar, and we're even going to challenge later um, the fact that he agrees by an because it's so clear that he agrees by an So we're going to go in both directions and argue about both those, and just bring different source material that that seems to prove one way or the other. Okay, so as the Gemara, Uva Lulav, Lo Bai lula, Rabbi Yehuda Hadar. By Lulav, Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold any Hadar of Atanan, but we have a mission that says as follows Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, Rabbi huda says, Yagdenu Milamala, that he has to, um, when he has the Lulav that's being spread out, um, he has to bind it together on top to hold it together to look nicer. So, my time, what's the reason why he holds you have to be Yagdenu Milamala? La Mishun de Hadar, is it not because he holds simply that it has to be beautiful and it's not beautiful when it's spread out? To which the Gemara answers, Lo, it's like the reason has been told to us. Rabbi says in the name of Rabbi the Pasuk calls a lulav, a What does kapos mean? It says if it's spread out, you should, be, you should hold it together. So therefore, he's saying it's nothing to do with beauty. It just exerts a kasev that the Torah is telling us that, uh, that it has to be tightly bound together as opposed to being spread out like a fan. Kapos means... Like, a kapos, kafus means to be, like, like held together. You know, that's, uh, like, like, uh, like, um, like, uh, like, to be, I mean, kofen k- means to be forced. So, you know, it's almost like forced together. It's almost like that's the shortish of the word. You know, they mean forced together. Okay, fine. So we seem to have gotten out of that one that the reason there is not because of Hadar, the reason is because of the Pasuk of Kapo Story. they have to be cuffed, so they have to be forced together. <laughs> 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 the Ba doesn't any Hadar. I have another source that seems to prove he needs to have hadar. Vahatanan <laughs> says in the Mishnah, Ein alulav, ela that when you're Ma'age the Lulav, you can only be Ma'age bemino, meaning the same species of Lulav. You can only use things from a date tree to bind together a Lulav. Divere those are the words of so my time, why is it so mocked that the thing that you're using to hold it together is material of a day tree itself? Is it not because that's more beautiful? Yeah, that's the assumption we're making. That the reason why you so makbid that, you're binding together with material from a day tree is because of beauty. Which the answer back low? Not at all. I'll prove to you nothing to do with beauty, because he even allows you to use the parts of the day tree that are not beautiful at all. What are they? They're the Siv and Ikra the If you read Rashi, it's a little bit clearer in Rashi, what those two are. Three lines in the bottom. Afilu B'Siv. Hagad El Sfivo Sadekel. It's the material that kind of, uh, it's almost like reeds that grow around the tree itself. And Nechach and they're wrapped around it. Kein so again, the sieve is not really a beautiful thing whatsoever. There's almost these, these, these cords and these reeds that are growing around the tree. And Ikra the diklo says Rashi, is minklepa. It's a type of peel that you're kind of peeling off the, the bark of the tree. So again, I'm, that's a pretty nice proof that he doesn't hold the hadar, and that's not the reason why you holds it. You have to use mimino, because you're even able to use the parts of the tree which are not beautiful at all. It's one thing if you have to do what we do, which we actually do use the actual little um, leaves themselves to bind it together. That is very nice looking, but he's not, not mocked on that. So clearly showing the lumdus behind why he held it has to be amino is not because of beauty. The lumdus behind why it has to be amino is because of this idea of being, uh, well, we can see in a second the reason why. This the Ella... Is, this is rubber, though. We're like for Rebbe Huda, aren't we? He's explaining I don't know he the rationale behind it. Just, no, no, I don't know if Rabbi Huda agrees with well, well, I would say the opposite to you is that we're trying to use this as a conclusive proof against Rabbi Yehuda that the reason why he's doing it is because of beauty. Which more saying there's there's other very good reasons why you would have to do this, and nothing to do with beauty. You know, so that's that's the but to, to be a disproof. We always say it has to be ironclad. has to be inclined. You know, so we, we, we mean it a state, but you're trying to disprove me, then your disprove has to be rock solid. So if we had no other way to understand why he wants it to be Mina, then we'd be stuck and say, oh gosh, you know, it's true. Yeah, but once we have another way out of it, then he probably holds it this, and we're fine. So, ve'ella, my time what is the reason for Rabbi Yehuda? Hasam, dekasavar, what, what is the reason for Rabbi Yehuda there? Dekasavar, lulav, eged. Because he holds that lulav needs to have eged. Again, we had we saw the mechelokas hinted to before. Is it me'akev that you need to have eged or do you not have to have eged? So he he ulav Tzarek eged. What eged is binding? You have to, be bound to You have to bind it together. Vimeisim mina If you bring a different species, mina means a species. Hava luhu chamisha It's a fifth species. So you mean it has to be when he says agate, it means agate with the other three species, then? Oh, yeah, the other yeah, two. yeah, the other two, exactly. Okay, exactly. that's Dafka the first with the, Iro- yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not, not, the little ones on top of the lulav itself. And that's why it would be five if he brought a, a, a different man. That's why we would fine, be, because, because his mama be, is be bound up together with okay, it. Yeah. Okay. So very simply put, it has nothing to do with Hadar. It has to do with the fact that you're bringing a fifth species, because if you're binding a Lulav, an, uh, sorry, a Lulav, hadasim, Eravos, and, uh, and, and, and and rose stems, whatever it is, that's making something up, then that's a fifth species that you're binding into, and that can be an issue of Baltasif, et cetera, and therefore that's why you should not do it that way. Um, okay. So this is a different a in the Mishnah, where it says he can bind it from the top, that that, that was the way it spread out. That's the Correct, Correct. Okay. yes. Okay, let's do one more. So We had two attempts to prove that he holds that you don't need Hadar by Lulav, now we're actually going to attempt to bring a proof that he holds by Eser, that you don't have to have, even have um, have Hadar. Even hold by Eser, you have to have Hadar, Vahatanya says in the Reissa. The four Minim in the Lulav just like you cannot lower the amount of them, so too, you cannot add more things to the bunch, if one did not find an esrog, you should not bring a quince, or a pomegranate, or anything else, instead, imagine walking into Shulon, and the guy is holding an apple, and his little husband, v- don't, do, don't do it, I think I was going to discuss what was happening, I mean, that you would do it, but don't do it, Kimushin, Ksherem, Khmushen basically means withered, where it's starting to dry out, but it's not fully dried out. Khmushen is Ksherem. Yevashim, once it's fully dry, and we're not getting so much into it, but according to the post, really dry means that it crumbles in your fingers. <coughs> Literally, it's so dry, it crumbles in your fingers. Is psulin. Rebbe Yehuda O'ymer, af Yevashim, Yehuda holds, even Yavesh is <laughs> going to be kosher. And that's going to be our punchline we're going to get to in a couple seconds, that it seems to be talking about an estrog, and he's holding a dry estrog, is going to be kosher. Which seems to indicate that even an esrog doesn't need to be hadar. Right? So let's just finish what we're talking about, but I just want to stop and pause at the key line of what we had over here, because we have a lot of other alakas that are mentioned here. The key line is this line right now, Rabbi Yehuda Oymer, which seems to indicate even by an esrog doesn't have to be hadar. But Amr Rabbi Huda, Maisa, There's a story about the people that lived in the big city that were nowhere near uh, the orchards that sell these types of things. Shahiyam Marishin et Lulavayim Livnei that they had such a uh, uh, inability to to access new lulavim every year, they literally held on their lulavim from year to year, and they um, gave it over as an inheritance uh, to their children and to their children's children, so they were able to be in the mitzvah of dalamimim. So to which the Gemara says back, "Amru lahem raya." Uh, yeah. You're bringing a raya from there that is able to be dry. Ain't Shasat Chak raya. Shasat Chak is not a raya. We kind of bend and extend ourselves as much as possible in extending circumstances. Clearly, uh, they would not be doing that. It, was, it wasn't a money thing. Let's put it that way. It wasn't a money thing. It was simply the, in, the, the complete lack of access to love him. So that was Shasat Chak, and therefore we're going to extend ourselves and say it's okay. You know, uh, the story that reminds me of them. I can't remember if I sold, told it here, but there's a famous story with the, uh, in Pressburg. They only had one Esther for the entire city. And can you imagine having tens of thousands of Jews using the same exact ester? you know, by two days at the sukkah, it was brown. And they brought it to the sofer to ask him, is it still kosher? And he says, it's more mehuder. The fact that 10,000 people used it. So again, I don't know if he would say that if they had 10,000 Esrogim available. But once this was the circumstances and there are shittas out there that would say it's okay, Adarabah, you know, let's call it Mohder and, and, and you know, to have an Esrogim that was used by 10,000 people. It's a more beautiful thing. So again, don't bring a riot from this case of the city that they were giving over for generation to generation because again, that's not normal circumstance. But in an average year, no, it cannot be uh, that dry. Um, however, and this is our key, three lines down. It does teach us. However, Rabbi even dry ones are kosher. And we have to make an assumption here. My love, esrog, is he not making a statement on the esrog that even a dry esrog is kosher? Lo, alulav. No, he was talking about the lulav. That the lulav is kosher is yavish, but he still holds that an esrog cannot be yavish. Okay, we'll stop right here. It's a little bit in the middle of it, but that's a good stopping point. Uh, you know, I do a little bit of chazara. Uh, two.